0: Of currently bingeing the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome! Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my guest on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate and comment—all greatly appreciated. So, yes, we are discussing Surface. I have mentioned that I have been watching this in some of the previous episodes. This is one of the weekly streams um, that I've been watching, and we are finally here. Uh, This in another show echoes which. It's going to be like a, um, what's the word? <laughs> it's going to drop off, off the normal cycle. So, um, I am going to discuss it. But <laughs> these two kind of, to me, have similar, uh, qualities as far as how I think, even though Echoes is like the worst one. If you read all the articles, one of the worst, um rated shows as far as like audience and all that not really um or i guess you can say not so much from the audience cuz it's still like number 1 in on Netflix but as far as like critic reception is really really bad and surface i feel like is kind of the same thing i don't know if the audience um reception is as major or as high as echoes but when i look at surface overall I'm like, there's some things we need to to talk about, so that's what we're going to get into. Um, before we jump into it, this is a solo host of show. It is just me. There will be spoilers and all that jazz. So, Surface, Stars, Gugu and Bath Raw, which I, if you've listened to a lot of the um, or any of like my old older um, episodes when she was in a lot of things that I was talking about you know I'm a fan of her she also was recently in um Loki which I enjoyed that show so like I'm always gonna root for Gugu (laughs) also she was just in another show that I just talked about which was based on a book that I read and I'm like blanking on the name of it but like I feel like recently she's been popping up in a lot of things that i have been watching and i'm always gonna root for her i'm always gonna be like okay i'm gonna check it out it's not there are not always home runs <laughs> if we're being completely honest but i give it a shot and i'm like okay let's see what's gonna happen um also in this oliver jackson cohen air ari graynor um stephen james or is it stephen james Oh my gosh, I don't, it's either Steven or Stephen, but I have also seen him in other things as well. And so I was like, okay, well, let's see what this is talking about. On the surface, you see what I did there? On the surface, it's like, okay, this seems like a show that I want to watch. There's some mystery there. Um, it's kind of a like, who's telling the truth? But there's also another element, which always gives me caution. Anytime I see it, whether it be for a TV show, a movie, or a book, and that's when someone loses their memory, and now we have an unreliable narrator or a character who are following around like they're our main character. That always gives me pause. Um, if you listened for a while, you know that I love to read, I love to read mystery books, and for a good chunk of time, it seemed like every single mystery book had this unreliable character where they lost their memory or they were super drunk so they couldn't remember things clearly. It was always something connected to them not having all their full functioning um memory or brain capacity and so therefore we're following them around for the entire story trying to piece things together and solve a crime. (laughs) After reading so many of those books this has become one of the worst Subgenres of mystery slash thriller. um content, if I say so myself, I do not enjoy. it. I feel like they all kind of um go around like the same type of a story. It's very predictable. All of that in this in this show is still you're relying on a unreli- uh, unreliable main character who you have to follow around. She when we meet her, she doesn't have her memory. As the show goes on, you find out, hmm, maybe the leads that she's chasing aren't really what she thinks that they are. And also, wait a minute, not only did she lose her memories, but come to find out she has been in the Bay Area posing as someone who she is really not. So, like, there's just so many layers to it. So, it becomes frustrating um, watching it and being like, oh, don't trust them. Oh, don't do that. So. Um, Baden immediately I was like stalker (laughs) from the get-go like he like point blank period like case study this is a stalker the entire series I did not understand why she didn't see that he was just popping up everywhere that she was when it was revealed that he was hired by Harrison to like look into her background that was not surprising to me just based on the fact that he always knew where she was He was driving the um, theory that it was actually James who had attempted to murder her because they were just like, oh, like, you wouldn't have killed yourself. Like, and she was so convinced that she wouldn't have killed herself. In in the end, we, at least the assumption is that she wasn't trying to kill herself. At least that was my takeaway. Because there was the part where um, after Baden dies, Mind you, if you're new to these things, we don't recap the whole show. We, like, jump around and we focus on the things that I I think are important to talk about. Um, But after Baden dies, the officer who I believe he reported into, um, he was, like, investigating his death. And then he was told uh, Sophie, and he's like, oh, you need to go back to the beginning and figure out why you jumped there like making it seem like she jumped there because she was trying to get to a specific point which to me does not mean that she was suicidal so backing it all the way up um all these characters there's not really a character on the show who I can say oh I like oh I'm rooting for them even Sophie was hard to root for especially as we started to like peel back the layers of like her character we find out she was very, this. Um, de- I don't know if deceptive is a, is the right word, but the way she approached um, her relationship with James, like Harrison, James Fran, was always suspicious of her, which is why he hired Baden to look into her. I also thought it was weird that, like, one, we find out that James didn't know about the affair pre-accident. So, therefore, Harrison, his first time seeing... Baden was, like, at towards the end before we're to assume he is the reason why Baden died. There's a lot of, like, assumptions that we have to make as far as, like, how things ended because they definitely were setting this up for a second season, which I was not happy about. (laughs) Like, I really wanted them to wrap this up. Give me, like, don't leave us with a bunch of really big questions just because... Going into this, and I didn't say this, but this was eight episodes. It's on Apple TV. Apple TV never drops all the episodes. They do it week by week. I have complained about another Apple TV show that was dropped week to week, which to me, the format of that show, I felt, or how that show flowed, um... To me, I thought would have been better received had it all been dropped. All the episodes been dropped at once versus week to week. I can't remember what the show is called, but I talked about it. So, <laughs> it's in the history. So, that was one case or one example. This one, I don't even think had they dropped all the episodes at once, like that, that could have saved like how I felt about this show because immediately watching the first episode um because I think they dropped two episodes the first time around if I'm remembering correctly I can't I know I feel like there's a show that I'm watching right now where they didn't drop two two episodes but I think I'm thinking of (laughs) She-Hulk but I think they dropped the first two episodes and I was just like oh my gosh like it was just felt like we were moving so slow I was like, oh my gosh, this is eight episodes. I feel like we don't need eight episodes. I feel like they are taking their sweet, precious time to get us to the answers that we want. And even early on, as I was watching it, I was just like, how are we going to fill out all these episodes? Like, this story just does not feel like, especially considering the pace in which we're moving, it just does not feel like it needs eight episodes. And... I still felt that way by the time we got to the end of it. I think this could have been like five episodes, maybe even if they wanted to push it six, like similar to um, what was that show? It was another Apple TV show with Chris Evans. Um, oh my gosh. Defending Jake or something like that. I talked about that one too. But that one was like short, quick. I think it was like six episodes. Like boom, 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 boom. This one was just, it felt like it dragged on and then you're watching it week to week. And you really, I can see how someone can be like, oh, okay, I don't wanna watch this anymore and like kind of like fall behind. Whereas for me, because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk about the show. Like I'm forcing myself (laughs) to keep watching it so that one, so I can just figure out what the hell happened. But then also two, so that I can actually talk about the show. Once we get to the end and it's like, oh, she wasn't pushed. She actually jumped. I mean, I guess. Whatever. Um, The fact that neither one of the guys, um, Baden or James, had anything to do with her directly jumping. But were like a casualty of her jumping. So she was essentially trying to leave James to go back to her old life um and then also leave baiting because she was getting pressure from him because he's a freaking stalker and like very very needy and so he was pressuring her and so i just felt like she was getting like pressure from all sides and so essentially she's like what it seems to be based on what we've viewed of sophie in this series it seems to be when things get hard or get tough like Her first instinct is to run. So then this layers into who is Sophie. We kind of learn who Sophie is in the Bay Area. But then we also learn that Sophie is not even really Sophie. Her real name is Tess. And we see that pop up pretty early on in the um, series when they do the scene, of flash of the scene where she's being rescued out of the water. And she says that her name is Tess. And that was one of the um, memories that, initial memories that she had when she was trying to like piece together like everything that happened to her. And so we know she's from London. We know that there is this other person, Eliza, who we haven't really met yet. I'm looking at the therapist and I'm making a mental note because I need to circle back to her. (laughs) Because, oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> but um, we find out that the, there's this girl, Eliza. It looks like some type of altercation happened between um, Tess and Eliza and whatever it is that happened. This is what caused um, Sophie to run and change her name and all of that. And so I was, like, quickly going through or reading an article because I was trying to see – if this, if there are any talks about renewal, which we'll we'll save that for the end, but um, there was an article on the Hollywood Reporter, and uh, let's see, they did an interview with the showrunner Veronica West, and she was talking about like, oh how it ended, and like how essentially she didn't really want to dig into like Tess and Eliza everything that happened with that was kind of like a setup for a, a central next season if they're to get another season which was like that's how i felt when i when i watched it i was super irritated when we ended with her being confronted by Eliza this woman who we've only seen bloody and bruised and like not even flashback but like memory snapshots that Sophie is having and then they like end it and it's like essentially she's like what are you doing here why are you here and it's like okay what the hell happened between you two and then it's like oh we're done and we probably most likely might not get another tease (laughs) but again we're going to talk about that in the end so I thought that was super super frustrating because I feel like that's probably the more exciting story than what we got for this first season. Like, I don't know. To me, I feel like there's more we can do or or like there's more substance versus like, oh, this woman caught between two men. She loses her memory. She thinks she's in danger, but she's really the one who's like... And even in the end, when she freaking fakes her own death and James realizes because he's persistent if anything, James is persistent and he finally after seeing him all season trying to get into that dang iPad, he finally, or tablet he finally gets in and then he sees the video that she left for him and pretty much is like, I fake my death, I left you I need to like figure some things out on my own and he's like, persistent and he's he's like, I'm gonna find you wherever you are this is essentially not over it's just like so like, our, is the main takeaway that anyone who falls for her is essentially gonna turn into a stalker because like that's kind of what it feels like. But also, if she did fake her identity in the Bay Area and marry James, is their marriage even legitimate? I would feel some type of way. Like, I'd be like, we're going, we're going to court. Like, I'm thinking you're going to jail. Like something like that. Versus like, I will find you wherever you are. This isn't the end. It's very like desperate. <laughs> So that's where we end things Um, And then of course Because James is mad at Harrison Because he blames Harrison For essentially everything But if you think about it This is all Harrison's fault I mean I think it's kind of a lot to just put it all Put all the blame on Harrison Because Sophie needs to take A good chunk of the blame as well But Had he not hired Baden to look into him Who's a freaking stalker Um, had he not interfered, uh, in the end when James was like, stay out of it, but then he went, we're assuming these are all assumptions based on like conversations or the little argument that he and Harrison had at the end, but we're assuming he's some way, somehow is the cause of why Baden died, which was what triggered, um, Sophie to run away for good and fake her death. So like... Harrison, he, he has some blame to take care as well. Everyone has some blame. That's why I'm like, it's very hard. Like, to me, there are just, there's no character that I'm just like, oh, I'm rooting for them. Let's talk about this therapist, Hannah. I thought she was the worst therapist I've ever seen on TV. Like, point blank, period. I was so frustrated watching her. Especially when you get to the end. And, like, her assumption in the end is that Sophie killed herself. Like, the first attempt didn't work. The second attempt attempt actually worked and like that's what she's going to run with and that's how she can make herself like take blame off herself in a way to be like oh she was always going to try to kill herself like there's nothing that she could do she she did not listen <laughs> to her i feel like she essentially was like when sophie was like oh i wouldn't kill myself blah blah, blah. and she's like pretty much forcing her to accept the fact that she tried to kill herself she was not listening to anything that Sophie was saying to take clues from it to be like okay no this girl needs a little bit more help or no I need to help her in this type of a way versus trying to do it this way because it's clearly not working and then when we get to the end where like Sophie literally went on a goodbye tour <laughs> like literally went on a goodbye tour and the therapist still didn't like I feel like she kind of was like oh okay what like an inkling, but like she still was just like not catching what Sophie was putting down, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh, she's so horrible." I'm trying to see if I have any um, notes. No, I I literally just said this therapist, and then in all caps, sucks. <laughs> she was so bad, like, and she was probably so expensive too. But I don't want my money back because. There's no way. There's no way. She was horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, What else? I mean, I don't think there's much else that I want, want to talk about. I mean, overall, and this is going to be a, a sh- uh, one of the shorter episodes that I do. Overall, <laughs> I don't think that this needed eight episodes. I don't even think that this was like... Okay, we're going to talk about... Uh, we're going to talk about season two possibilities. I don't think that we're going to get... Or I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I would not be surprised if this was not renewed for a season two. I've rarely seen a lot of talk about Surface. People that I personally know who's have started watching it have not kept up with it. <laughs> but... And the reason I say that I would not be surprised versus I don't think that this will get renewed is because there are other shows on Apple TV is a weird, it's like a weird, um, streaming service because it's very highly curated type content with like very like who, who we could consider like top tier talent in these things. So like a lot of the shows I don't watch. The ones I do watch you all know I watch because I talk about them but there are other shows that I just don't watch um just because I'm not interested in watching them and there are other shows where I've been like especially like some of the other or some of the earlier shows that debuted on Apple TV when like now Apple TV's subscriber count is definitely way more than it was when it first launched but like in the beginning when those shows were launching I was like uh I don't want to watch this does it seem interesting I don't think it'll get another season or whatever, but then they were giving it another season. But, like, also, that was a different time. That was, like, earlier in the Apple TV launch versus now, where it's, like, are they really going to give the same um, weight or the same courtesy, if you will, to some of these shows that are debuting now that they essentially have more of a footing in the business? I think Apple TV still has a lot of of growth to do. but as far as like content quality of content um consistency of content is definitely way better than it was when it first launched um because the shows that were dropping were super super spread out so like in knowing that again I would not be surprised if it did get a renewal just based on like yeah there's more consistency in the content that's being dropped but now that there's more content, are they necessarily going to give additional seasons to shows that may not be performing well? And we don't even really have much insight into what is performing well uh, at Apple TV, especially considering what they renew versus what it seemed like the reception of that show is. And to me, I'm like, oh they renew that. I'm actually a little bit surprised. So I don't know. I feel like we can go either way. Um, I do stand behind my thought and opinion that the story behind who Tess is and like what happens when her Eliza is probably a stronger story. If they were to do a season two, I don't think they need to do eight episodes. I just think that's just way, it's just way too much. They don't need eight episodes. They could do like five because now we're in the UK or in London. And so like usually a lot of the like British shows are... Have short, really, really short seasons, so I feel like they can get away with like a four episode season or a five episode season if they really want to do another season. Um, but I don't think we need a episode. i just I just do not see. I also think if we are to get a second season, we for sure would see or hear from James again because like James is persistent, but I think a lot of it will be around like who is Test, why did this why did this woman run away? from her home, like what caused her to run away, change her identity, and do these, I don't want to say horrible things, because like, she didn't kill anyone, although she was a byproduct of someone dying, if that makes sense, but like, caused her to run away, change her name, and then continue to run away when, uh, when she's in a situation or feel like she's in a position where she... Has to be in flight mode. (sighs) That was a tongue full. (laughs) But yes. Surface. uh, It was okay. Like I. It wouldn't be the show that was rolling off the tip of my tongue. Like oh. It's almost like oh what should I watch. Like Surface is not going to be what rolls off my tongue. At all. Like I'm. After this I'm probably going to forget about it. (laughs) Unless it gets another season. (laughs) But yeah. I know that sounds so horrible but it's so true and I love I love 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 the people or I won't say all the people because like some of them this is my first time seeing the main thing but like the ones I'm familiar with I really do enjoy other things that they're in but this one this one was tough it was really tough but yeah it's not a, it's not a complete lost cause like it just wouldn't be something I'm like oh you need something to watch This is not going to be the first thing. So we'll leave it at that. That was Surface. Um, We'll see if we get a second season and how that all shapes out. But until then, let me know what you thought of Surface. Uh, Do you even want to see a second season? (laughs) Let me know. And I will talk to you all in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently on Instagram and at current on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and I'll talk to you in the next one.